Hello and welcome to another episode of the Rust Workshop podcast. Brought to you from a slightly overcast Tadley today. Just me today uh, and hopefully quite a quick update after last time's exceptionally long but interesting show. Um, so I'm just going to rattle through what's going on and what's new in the Rust Workshop. Just a quick intro. The Rust Workshop is both a bit of a community and a kind of like an opportunity to hack on things and chat to people um, and also a budding Rust consultancy delivering projects in Rust like specifically Rust nothing else apart from like the bare minimum needed to not to, to be on whatever platform like Android or iOS is needed but Rust is 100% the focus um, I really like the niche I think it's a fascinating language with the ability to deploy everywhere and be super efficient but still high level like so much going for it i'm quite excited about this as a a new world for programming um so with that in mind um big new thing uh, i have launched a rust meetup group on meetup.com in reading <clears throat> i've been going to the rust london uh meetup group run by ernest who's amazing um that's really vibrant there was i believe over 100 people at last night's event that was really cool it's great to see everyone um that was the the shuttle takeover so i learned lots about shuttle and met lots of great people so if you're more in the thames valley region in england uh, not new england england in the uk um and you're interested in rust like please still go to the london things they're like definitely where it's happening but if you want like a a small informal group in Reading. I'm doing meetups, I believe, every second Thursday of the month in Reading, initially just at a bar. Then if that, you know, shows enough interest, then we can expand that to potentially venues and talks, but uh, not putting any pressure on myself at the moment. Just like see see how it organically grows and I'll support that as to whatever level it grows. If it stays just being a few people hanging out in the pub, great. If it turns into something more serious, also great. And I'll support that. So yeah, put your name down, follow along come along which is cool um done a couple of blog articles on the website based on things i've been learning about being part of rust because i'm still relatively new so it's a good opportunity to take my learnings and get them in writing and share them uh, so the first one from april was a blog post about how to be part of the rust community um going through the official rust docs and website um there's some good links on there. There's a, a Discord you can join and things like that. That's been helpful. Um, but I, over time, I found a few more things. So I put up a blog post, link in the show notes, how to be part of the Rust community based on what I found, which I, I feel is a bit more complete for kind of where I'm coming at it from. Uh, and another article that I've posted about Rust, um, there's a, a guy called Luca um, who has created a, a book called Zero to Prod, um, which is all about like an opinionated way of using Rust to build a an API microservice from nothing, uh, like opinions about choice of crates and tech stack and how to like act, uh, guiding you through actually getting there, um, which is really cool. I've I've been through the sample chapter, and I was contemplating buying it, and then I was like, oh, I wonder if I wonder what other books there are out there. Uh, at which point I disappeared into a fairly sizable Amazon rabbit hole because it turns out it's quite a lot because I'm not super early to the Rust game and lots of books have been written. Um, so just as a <clears throat> little service to the 
the community. Um, I spent the time collecting uh, and categorizing a list of all the books that I could find uh, and putting it up on the blog. So that's uh, just a blog post called Rust Programming Books. That's from June. Uh, you can find that on the rustworkshop.co blog. Um, again, link in the show notes. Hopefully you find that useful. If I've missed any, definitely let me know. It was very Amazon focused. I was using Amazon search. I've only added one more that's not available on Amazon so far. Um, and I will have a think about <laughs> which of this vast depth of knowledge I want to dive into. It's really interesting to see that there's like a whole load of like general zero to knowing how to program Rust, like at varying levels of needing to know programming in advance. Um, and then there's a whole load of niche books. So there's books on embedded, there's books on um, working with other programming languages. So like embedding Rust in other programming languages, for example, there's books on web development, there's books on uh, game development, etc. So that's, that's really cool. There's good coverage. So that's cool. That's what's new from the blog. Um, on the GitHub projects, Gitopolis, which I've mentioned before, um, if you don't know, it's a, a little command line app allowing you to com run commands in multiple local GitHub repos, which is handy if you've got, say, microservices and you want to, like, get pull on some or all of them. Um, I, there are other tools that do this, but none of them quite fitted what I wanted, and it, it was a good a good chance to practice Rust. Um, so that's up at GitHub slash Tim Abel slash Gitopolis. Uh, you can download the releases. The thing I wanted to say that's news on that, which is cool. So I kind of like finished that as it were, like it did everything I wanted it to do. Um, my GitHub project cards are all pretty much marked as done. Um, and then one of my goals <clears throat> for that was being able to maintain that over time without having to put lots of work in. Um, so if there was contributions, which haven't been yet, um, or if there were security patches, which obviously there always are for, my for the things I depend on, then being able to ship that with some confidence. So um, a there was an OpenSSL vulnerability, I think, uh, that showed up in one of the crates I'm using because it, it, um, it, it uses libgit. Um, which is able to SSH to GitHub, so therefore it needs OpenSSL. Um, so there, there was a, so I've got Dependabot set up on the GitHub repo, so that opens a PR and sends me a notification to tell me that there's a security vulnerability. Obviously, people who are downloading the existing one are now running code that is now known to be insecure, albeit the risk is probably pretty low because I don't think GitHub's going to be actively attacking you. <laughs> um, but nonetheless I, it's good practice to be releasing a new version rapidly keep those security holes and surface area minimum because out of date dependencies is just a really big risk um, so when I wrote Gitopolis <clears throat> I made sure that I had really good test coverage um, and that doesn't mean unit test coverage that means test coverage that gives me confidence that if I ship any change I know that either the behavior still all works for real or the behavior has changed, but I can see that in a diff on the tests, um, which is super useful. So there's kind of a couple of layers of tests in Gitopolis. One layer is a bit more unit testy. It's kind of testing the internal 
logic to kind of make sure that all behaves. That allows me to do more variations. Um, they run really fast. And then there's a um, what they what's called in this one integration tests. They actually <clears throat> test the real binary, firing real commands into it, interacting with a real Git repository on a real file system, and checking that all of the commands still work and still produce the desired results, which means that I was able to update all of the dependencies in one go, including updating to the latest version of Rust, the Rust compiler, to 1.70.0. Um, run my test suite. I did I did run the command as well, like manually, just out of paranoia, but it worked, so there was no issue. And ship that out. Um, I've also got the DevOps pipeline set up not just to run the tests, but also when I tag it and push that, um, it actually builds um, the binaries for uh, Windows and Linux, not Mac at the moment, because I'm not aware that anyone cares, um, and pushes them up as a proper release to GitHub, which is amazing. So within not very long, I was able to run the updates, run the tests, tag it, push it, and then GitHub took over pushed out a release, and now anyone who goes to get Gitopolis and grabs the latest binary is going to have a version that does not have this OpenSSL vulnerability in it. So um, the main point here is like the power of good end-to-end -end testing to allow you to release rapidly with confidence, um, which is great for commercial projects because you don't want to upset your client, you don't want to put your customers at risk, you don't want to break things they rely on. Um, allows you to iterate rapidly with confidence. It's also great for hobby, open source, side project things, because although it's a bit more effort up front, it allows you to continue to maintain this thing in very minimal amounts of spare time, um, whether that's reviewing pull requests to see if there's, if they broke the tests or if they changed the interface and making sure that that's really clear in any pull requests that come in. So that's cool. Um, the other GitHub repo that's kind of of interest to me at the moment is a bit it's not really out there yet but um as part of gitopolis i've got a bit into dependency injection in rust and i thought oh that's an interesting subject maybe i'll talk more about that um i got chat gpt to tell me all of the ways i could do dependency injection in rust um and it came up with a pretty good set but obviously you can't trust chat gpt not to be just making up convincing things so now i'm doing the hard thing of actually trying out all of the things that are possible. Um, I've coded up a couple of variations. That's all working um, ways of injecting. Um, and now I'm looking at all the crates that you can use. And it turns out there are a lot of crates that mention dependency injection on crates.io. Uh, and if you want to follow along with that, that is on my GitHub GitHub dot com slash Tim Abel slash Rust Dependency Injection Demo. There's a WIP branch at the moment, but I won't link to that because that's going to be ephemeral. Um, and in that, there's a uh, there's a shell script that goes and gets all the stats and links and then puts it into Markdown. And then I put that in the README and now I'm tidying it up to like eliminate stuff that's not quite that relevant, um, categorize it, try things out. Um, and I hope to turn that into something I can share share with the community at some point. So that's cool. Um, watch this space on that one. Hopefully I'll get like a YouTube app or something. So that's that's kind of it for the Rust Workshop published stuff. Um, and just talk a bit about the event 
the shuttle takeover at Rust London last night. Um, also on meetup.com if uh, you follow along. Uh, great, great meetup to be joining. Um, shuttle is an interesting thing. I hadn't actually come across it before. Um, kind of like very high level. It's like Heroku for Rust. So like write your code, run a command line, and it will build the infrastructure and host it for you for free at the moment. Um, and then there's some more depth around uh, like opinions about like how to annotate your code with infrastructure-y things, um, which I still need a bit of convincing about, but it's kind of interesting. Um, but some less contentious opinions about um, like reducing the container layer in it, which I've they've got some blog posts about. Um, it's worth it's worth having a read of the shuttle blog, seeing seeing they've got some interesting thoughts on there. Um, what else was interesting about shuttle? Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I I managed to build and run uh, a quick demo, a Hello World demo, while I was listening to the talk. So that was that was a good start. And maybe I'll use it for the Tim's List thing idea that I they had at some point. We sh we shall see. So yeah, my, my journey into Rust continues. Uh, I shall carry on doing it alongside C-sharp contracting. Uh, at the moment, I've got a bit of time because I'm waiting for the next next contract to land. Hopefully not too long. Um, if there's anyone I should be speaking to about Rust learning, like for the future, like people who might be interested in having projects built by the Rust workshop or people that might want to help contribute on the developer side or any other kind of job functions early days so at the moment i'm just kind of making connections with people with a view to like building something useful for for the businesses and community in the rough space as as it grows um being like a, a uk force for good in rust um isn't something that will keep me interested that's for sure um do do get in touch um join the discord that's linked on the uh rust workshop co website get in touch say hi if you like this um obviously five stars on any any review sites you can find um but mostly drop me a line tell me what you think feedback is always welcome and that is it for a fairly short show 